This is Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International, a non-denominational end times ministry dedicated to fulfilling a divine commission to trumpet forth warnings from God concerning the imminent second coming of Christ and the impending judgment of God upon the ungodly. God has sent Dr. Hansen to many nations of the world with a solemn warning to the political and religious leaders and citizenry to repent of their sinfulness and wickedness or face the catastrophic judgments that will soon be unleashed upon the unbelieving world. Listen now to the warnings of our compassionate and merciful Creator conveyed through His faithful prophetic spokesman, the host of Warning Radio, Dr. Jonathan Hansen. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen. I want to welcome all of you who are watching or listening to the Warning Program. Special guest, Pastor Joe Kirkwood out of Amarillo, Texas. Joe, welcome back. Thank you for having me back on your program. Now, why don't you name your church? What's the name of your church? It's uh, Cornerstone Ministries. Ministries because we have Cornerstone Outreach Center where we distribute food and clothing to the poor each week. We have a big warehouse where we give away food. Then there's Cornerstone Worship Center, which is the church. And then we have Cornerstone International, which is all of the mission work we do in countries around the world. So all three are under the umbrella of Cornerstone Ministries. Well, very good. If a person's in your area, what's the address of your church? It's 1111 North Buchanan, Amarillo, Texas, 79107. It's just a little bit off of Interstate 40. Actually, three blocks off of, you've heard of the old historic Route 66. That's right. We're just almost a rock's throw from the Route 66. Oh, very good. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, if you just tuned in, this is the Warning Program with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International, special guest, Pastor Joe Kirkwood out of Amarillo, Texas. Now, Joe, you just got back from a mission trip, correct? Yes, we were in nine different countries. I think seven of those were in Africa. Okay. It was a twofold trip. One was to do the crusades. We had done preliminary work earlier in the year to hold mass crusades. We went to the country of Togo, uh, which is on the western coast of Africa. And in the country of Togo, we were expecting 10,000 a night. And the first night, we had 37,000 people show up. So oh, my, my, my. We were, in the first night, it was like all of a sudden, miracles started happening, and people were being healed in the audience, and they were coming forward and literally throwing their crutches onto the platform, you know. And you have to understand the culture. To us, a crutch is not very valuable, but to them, it's expensive. Yes, it and is. They're, they're throwing crutches onto the platform. Because they just got healed. Is this before anything even started? This was like during the preaching time. Wow. While the words being preached, uh, they worship, ended the worship, and then I'm just uh, preaching, and people just start throwing crutches up. 
Okay, so before an altar call, right during yep. the delivery yep. of the Word of God, uh, God's mm-hmm. Word is powerful and people are being healed. Yeah, before I, I even before I even prayed a prayer to, to, for the sick to be healed, it was just happening uh, in the midst. It was a sovereign thing of God. And uh, so the first night, 37,000. The next night, um, there was 48,000 that came. <laughs> And, 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 you know, sometimes you hear people say the crusade, well, I think there was this, they have a method uh, of counting. What they do is they, they make uh, entryways to the crusade ground. And then they have volunteers there that have bags of beans, like pinto beans or dry beans. Yes. And when a person walks by, they drop a bean in a pot. And so they actually know the exact number of people in in the crusade ground, and um, and so they had forty eight thousand uh, beans, and and they really ran out. So they they know they were at least forty eight thousand. So the next night they went and got a whole lot more beans, <laughs> and um, and so the third night they ran out of beans at sixty thousand. My goodness. You know, you know, that is a wonderful, uh, uh, what should I say, problem to have. You know, you're expecting 10,000, and all of a sudden yeah. uh, it's triple that, and then it keeps growing. Yeah. We were glad that we had put up these giant screens about halfway back. And, um, you know, we were, we were planning for 10, and we thought, well, these screens might be a little overkill. But thank God, because they, they needed them from the back to be able to see uh, you know, it was a digital screens. Uh, there were two of them, one on either side that were the size of a giant billboard. Like, uh, I don't know, they were like 40 feet long. They were huge. Wow. And um, so we had those up. And uh, so the last night, it's just, uh, and we flew a drone. And the drone, when the drone went up, we discovered that outside of the buildings and the walls that kind of encompass this it was an old railway yard where they used to when they had the trains that were working it was be like a depot and that's where it was and uh, so it was surrounded by buildings and houses and things like that and when we flew the drone we realized that there were thousands of people going down streets lining streets uh, just outside of the crusade ground, but we couldn't see them because there would be a building or a wall there. And they were listening to the sound system. Wow. And, uh, but the last night, I mean, we, we gave an invitation to receive Christ. And uh, honestly, I didn't see any hands uh, apart from just the ones on the stage that were workers. I didn't see any hands that didn't go up to receive Christ. And, I don't think I will ever forget the sound of 60,000 plus people praying out loud a prayer to receive Christ. The, the, uh, you know, the Bible, the book of revelation says they like the, 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 um, their voices were like the sound of many waters. You know, it was just, it was just, uh, an amazing experience to hear that many people praying a prayer to accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, and to renounce Satan. I always have them renounce uh, Satan, works of darkness, because that's very prevalent there. Well, you're exactly right. 
you know, the Bible talks about uh, the way you described it as the waters cover the seas and uh, masses of, of people. And uh, I'll tell you what, Joe, that would be extremely exciting. Yeah, it really, it really was. And, and uh, then um, I was there with Joan Hunter, my friend, Joan Hunter, and uh, she she got up and was preaching at one point, and then I took the team and went to the front. They had ropes uh, there with the security guy to keep the people from getting too close to the stage and probably had, I don't know, 50 or 60 feet gap in there where we could bring sick people into. But they were worried about taking the rope down, afraid that there would just be a rush of people Uh saying that they needed prayer for healing because they all wanted prayer. So what we did is we sort of worked the uh, rope line and we just went out there and uh, we just laid hands on people and just began to pray for them while she was preaching uh, at one point. And then uh, while music was going on, and sometimes it was hard to hear because of the music, how to pray for them. But we each, each of the team members, we had interpreters with us and, and uh, we would just see incredible miracles. I, I prayed for so many paralyzed people that literally just, it was a very sandy place. And I remember one lady I prayed for, she got so excited because she got healed that she was running, jumping, spinning. Uh, they let her, we brought her on the other side of the rope. So it was kind of into that open area. And it was sandy like a beach because we weren't far from the beach area. And she would jump and fall down in the sand and then literally kick her legs in the sand and then flop over on her back and almost like a kid throwing a fit, but it was a fit of joy. Wow. Wow. <laughs> and then, and then she'd jump up and run again until she was just out of breath running and jumping. And the Bible talks about <clears throat> the man that was ill. He was, he was running and leaping and <laughs> it was kind of like that. I mean, she was just so happy because, uh, she had been paralyzed, and God just healed her. Yeah, when when you see these kind of genuine miracles, and when when people experience those things, I mean, you know, they everything just uh, they don't care anymore about how they look. They were healed, yeah. and they're excited. And uh, yeah. you and I would be too. I mean, when I pray for people, and if it's if something serious, and they show no uh, outward emotion, if they've been healed, then you start to wonder: uh, Did they really? You know, it was a really a real problem. But uh, when they when they act that way, you know that God genuinely touched them. Yeah, yeah. That particular lady was on crutches, and, and yeah, yeah, she was healed. I know. I excited. Yeah, and then um, one of the evenings there, they well, I was praying for people down at the rope line, and one of the one of the African workers said. Uh, Pastor, uh, before you go, there's a group of blind people that have gathered over here, and would you just go over and pray for them? And so he led me over to one side where there was a group of blind people, and and uh, there were there were quite a number of them. And so I was laying my hands on one that was right at the rope, and then one that was standing behind him, a taller man that was standing behind this guy. And so I had my left hand on one and my right hand on the other one, and I'm just praying and. The music's kind of going, so it's a little bit hard to to hear, but, you know, we're talking to them through the interpreter, and, you know, the first thing I did was ask them, what what can you see? Are you blind in both eyes or, you know, assessing? And both of them were, were so blind that they couldn't even see light. If you shined a flashlight in their eyes, there was they, they couldn't see it. 
Wow. And, uh, and so I just I laid my hand on them and just began to pray and rebuke that spirit of blindness off of them, breaking curses off them, generational curses that get passed down that, that sometimes bring the blindness on and just kind of went down through the, th- through the list of praying for everything that could have, uh, brought the blindness on them and, uh, dealt with that spirit that was behind it. And then, so I took my hand off the first guy that was closest to me, kept my hand on the guy standing behind him. And, and I said, do you see anything? So I waved my hand. Well, he started seeing light and he started seeing my hand. And so my hand was moving and his vision was clearing up and he was quite excited because he was seeing. And I, while I'm, you know, checking this guy out, I realized, oh, I've still got my hand on this other guy. So I took my hand off the other guy. Well, his eyes were closed. So I said to the interpreter uh, to tell him to open his eyes. Well, he spoke back to me in English. This guy spoke English. (laughs) And he said, he said, he said, he said, I can open my eyes. And, um, so he, he opens his eyes and looks around and I saw this smile come on his face and I, I waved my, my hand, you know, and he said, he just looked right at me and he said, I see you. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and I said, wow. I said, so how many fingers am I holding up? I was about four or five feet away. And, uh, he, he told me and I said, oh my goodness. So I backed up and said, can you see this? And, yeah, I can see. He said, I can see the people on the stage and he's 75 feet away from them. I can see everything. He said, I can see perfect. And so, you know, we brought him up on stage and, you know, a person stood on one side of that big stage and he was on the other side. And, you know, they they held up uh, the fingers, you know, and he could tell them how many fingers he was. He just instantly had 20-20 vision. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Warning Radio Program, uh, social media, television program, special guest, Pastor Joe uh, Kirkwood out of Amarillo, Texas. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International. We're talking about a mission trip right now. We're talking about Togo, Africa. And uh, these miracles you're you're listening to is uh, from that trip that Pastor Joe Kirkwood took uh continue joe well um we we just we just saw every kind of thing imaginable uh we didn't have any dead people raised uh but we saw pretty much a lot of other things and uh during the days we would we would have uh ministry to pastors and leaders and then at night we would have the uh the conference there, the crusade. <laughs> and we would, uh, you know, just even during the day, it's like miracles were happening. And I remember this one day, well, we were still in Togo. Uh, and I had just finished uh, ministering to pastors and leaders that asked me to minister that day about evangelism techniques and things like that. And so I had done that and our team was, headed to the bus we were leaving this church and it's a a large assembly of god church i don't know probably holds 1500 people on the low on the lower floor and then it has balconies but it was full on the lower floor and we had ministered and so i was leaving and and started out the door and uh the pastor of that local assembly he, he caught me by the elbow and he said hey pastor before you guys go he said 
would you pray for this boy, uh, this young boy? And, and I turned around and, and uh, I said, uh, well, okay, where, where is he at? And I, I was thinking it was, it might be at a house because it was just pastors and leaders there. There wasn't any children. And uh, he said right over here. And there were people standing on the, uh, there in the altar area that we'd just finished praying for. <clears throat> so we kind of walked back over to that area. Well, they had carried a little boy in and he was laying on the tile floor of the church and they car- had just carried him in because they had heard that we were at that church. And so it was somebody from the area and uh, he was laying on his side down on the tile. And I said, well, what what's wrong with him? And um, he's about, um, uh, you might have saw his picture or the video of him being healed on the internet, but he, uh, I'm going to guess he's probably 10 or 12 years old. Okay. And, um, he's just laying on the side and they said that he was walking home from school about two years ago and that suddenly he just became paralyzed and fell down and couldn't walk. Wow. And, um, it, you know, from the description of it, I said, that's just not normal. That's right. Too young for a stroke. That just sounds demonic. It sounds like uh, what we would say called juju. That area is next to Ghana and where they practice juju. Sure. And so, so they call it their juju as well. <clears throat> and one of the expressions uh, there, if something bad happens, somebody say, oh, I have been jujued. Um, and that's what it sounded like that there was a demonic thing that attacked this boy. And so I got down and I began to go after that spirit of paralysis and break the curse of paralysis off of this child. And I prayed for him. And then I felt the Lord say, okay, I've done it. Well, so I, I got up and I'm pretty strong. So I got my arms under his armpits and I just literally picked him up. And his legs kind of dangled, and I, I picked him up, and I got him to put his feet down, and he put his feet down. And so uh, <clears throat> I, I sort of let go of him. Well, when I did, his his knees buckled, and he just went down. Wow. <clears throat> and I just said, Lord, you just told me you healed him. And and I just, I just said, in the name of Jesus, I just command his legs to take on strength again, and, and uh, Lord, heal him. And so I picked him up again. I, I just I knew what I'd heard the Lord say, but uh, so I picked him up again. And <clears throat> this time, when his feet touched the uh, the tile floor, all of a sudden his his knees stiffened, and his legs he pushed himself up. And <clears throat> and I thought, okay. So I took my arms out from under his armpits, and I reached down and took him by the hand to steady him. And I said, just come on, walk with me. And so the, the video that was on the Internet is just this boy that had just been healed. <clears throat> and he's walking. I'm holding his hands and we're walking back and forth across the front of the church. Wow. And uh, the crowd is just, you know, praising God, worshiping God, because uh, this boy was paralyzed from the waist down, had no feeling in his legs whatsoever. <clears throat> my, my, and my. Now he's healed and walking. You know, as you were as you were saying that, immediately, you know, it went across my mind too. This this is this is demonic, and uh, you know, it's so you know, it's sad, Joe, that sometimes uh, some pastors don't recognize those things. 
because, uh, wow, I mean, so many people in Africa and, and all over the world, in America, uh, yeah. they come under demonic attack, and, and uh, many pastors don't recognize it. There, there are spirits that are sent on assignment. I liken it to just like our military. We have, we have a guy that drives a tank. We have a guy that shoots a howitzer. Uh, the howitzer guy doesn't know how to drive a tank. They're, <clears throat> they're specialized. And the demonic kingdom, uh, I had an encounter with a healing angel, and the, the story's in, in my new book about the angel. But the angel showed me and taught me. He said, these these demons are assigned to do specific chat tasks. They're, one is assigned to put cancer on people. Another one is assigned to paralysis, and one is a, uh, to bring make people deaf. And so when the angel told me that, I thought, well, I didn't know that either. And so I said, where's this in the Word of God? Well, immediately I looked when Jesus was praying for people, and sure enough, Jesus took authority in one occasion over a deaf and dumb spirit. He didn't say, you know, heal, heal his ears. He said he took authority and he rebuked That's right. a deaf and dumb spirit. Yes. Another occasion, there was a woman that was bowed over, and he rebuked the spirit of infirmity off of her. And I found that there's spirits of behind tumors and cancers. There's spirits behind uh, paralysis. So you, the Bible teaches us you have to bind the strong man. And because many times we pray for people and they get relief, but the next day they're right back in the same shape. And it's because that we don't bind or loose that spirit of infirmity off of them and then release the healing virtue of Jesus to heal them. And if we, we will do that, they will, they will keep their healing. Wonderful. And so you have to recognize the spirit behind it and ask the Holy Spirit, what is the spirit that has put this in place? You know, Jesus rebuked the spirit of blindness. So uh, Jesus dealt with them as spirits. We need to understand what's going on in the spirit realm and deal with that first and then release the anointing of healing that flows from Jesus through our life because uh, Jesus is the healer. And we let that anointing flow through us, and it will rejuvenate whatever has been destroyed by the devil, if it's an organ or a body part or whatever, you know. And uh, we, we just have lots of people with tumors vanishing. Um, I mean, I have a lot of that, people that have tumors, women with tumors in their breasts that are cancers. Literally, they touch the tumor, and then— and then the next second I pray and, and the thing is gone. It just vanishes. Wow. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Warning Program. Special guest, Pastor Joe Kirkwood. Uh, just returned from a mission trip and the country we're talking about right now is Togo, Africa. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International. You know, Joe, it reminds me, uh, a lady came into one of our meetings and uh, my wife, now this lady was so sick, it took her a while to get out of the car. She came in, she had a big uh, uh, baseball size uh, tumor out of her arm. My wife in the meeting saw demons dancing around her. She whispered mm. in my ear. I went up at a couple other people that knew how to uh, pray in tongues filled with the Holy Spirit, called them forward, uh, rebuked the demons. 
they she saw them running out of the church. Then we prayed for a healing, and in front of everybody, yeah. that baseball-sized tumor just disappeared. Just yeah. disappeared. But it's exactly yeah. what you said. You had to drive out that demonic force. Yes. And and that's part of why I wrote the book. The book is really my life story and journey that God took me on learning and as angel encounters and what the angels told me about it, that healing is very closely tied and related to deliverance ministry. Amen. Because you have to get them delivered of the spirit that is making them sick. And uh, otherwise, you know, which is better to keep taking an aspirin for a headache or to get rid of the headache? (laughs) Once again, ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to The Warning Program, Dr. Jonathan Hansen, special guest, Pastor Joe Kirkwood out of Amarillo, Texas, just returning from a mission mission trip. And we're talking about Togo today. Now, uh, why don't you name uh, the book and how they can order it? Okay. uh, The book is called Miracles Are Easy. And walking in it, and the subtitle is Walking in Miracles, uh, Signs and Wonders Daily. And it's a book about how we should daily walk in miracles, signs, and wonders. Every believer, because that's what the Bible said. These signs follow them that believe. And uh, it says, believers lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. So it's a book about how you as a believer can begin to operate in signs, wonders, and miracles without, um, without you know, any problems. I mean, it's it's for every single believer. It's not just people that have gifts of healing, and 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 I say that because the angel encounter that I have, that's what the angel told me. It's not because I used to be in church and, and and I'd say, oh man, they have such a great gift, miracle, gifting, and I'd say, well, I sure wish I want that. And so I would just say that only happens for people like Oral Roberts or somebody like that. And the angel corrected me and said, it is for any believer that will operate in the principles of the kingdom. I'll tell you what, you are so right. Now, ladies and gentlemen, again, you've been listening, watching the warning program, special guest, Pastor Joe Kirkwood, Amarillo, Texas. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, president of World Ministries International. We did not touch on the other countries. Joe, can you come back next week? Yeah, let me just say that I can come back next week, but the book is available on Amazon. You can go to Amazon and just type in Miracles Are Easy by Joe Kirkwood, and it'll pop up, and they'll ship it to you in like two days. That's the easiest way to get it. It'll change your life reading it. It's filled with miraculous stories and everything. But yes, I can come back next week and we can talk about the other countries and just to kind of whet their appetite. We'll even talk about the pygmy tribes. I had a dream years ago of preaching to pygmies. And when I got there, found out there were two different countries had pygmy tribes that were in great, great need. And so I wound up ministering to pygmy tribes as well. So tune in next week and we can talk about these other things. God richly bless all of you. Tune in again next week to The Warning Program with Dr. Jonathan Hansen and Pastor Joe Kirkwood. God bless you.